Hello and welcome to Brain Fart. I'm gonna be completely honest. I was gonna record hours ago and then I fell asleep. And I don't remember falling asleep, but I woke up and the signs were there and I had taken a nap. So here I am two hours later, a little groggy and a little confused, but let's start recording. The time is now. Let's get into it. Um, episode 29, feeling fine <laughs> with that lovely voice crack, feeling fine <laughs> and also feeling fine, if you know what I'm saying. I am back from San Antonio. It is just me now, just just little old me back to the the original podcasting. Oh, I ran out of breath. Oh, wow. So much for being a singer who has breath support. I run out of breath while talking. Take a deep breath, everyone. Release your shoulder tension. Release all your face tension. And we're here. And we're here to podcast. So I just returned, returned from the trip. Last week, I did an episode with Martine my boyfriend and we talked about kind of anything we wanted to it was one of those episodes where I thought you know he's here that can be a topic by itself which in the in the scheme of things probably wasn't true I should have done some more planning out but you know we were there we felt it and so we talked and we had an episode together so if you want to take a listen you can it kind of is talking about long distance again and I talk about a brain episode I had recently and yeah so that's about it but I'm back to just me today and I had asked on Instagram two weeks a week and a half two weeks ago if you guys wanted to hear me and Martin, or if you wanted to hear me talk about traveling, and for the most part it was Martin, but a couple of you wanted to hear about traveling. And I thought, you know, I'm probably just going to do that next week, and it's next week, and now I'm doing it. So I have been doing a lot more travel, traveling this summer. I've always been a pretty avid traveler. My life I don't know, it just kind of was something I did with my family, and then I, last summer, just decided to go to Germany for two months. I mean, I planned it, but I wanted to do that by myself and I did that by myself and now I'm going to move to London. So, you know, I just make a lot of rash decisions and go places. This summer included a lot of that. Well, not really. I knew I was going to places, but it was still shocking while I was doing it because it was a lot more than I anticipated. Anticipated. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Um, we had to do some, it was, ma- okay, it was mainly travel for my dad's work. He's going through a job transition as we speak. So it was mainly for him to go learn things. So he had the boring job of having to do things while me and my mom just tagged along and got to see places, which was really fun for us. And we had also vacation in, we took a vacation before he started because it was finally kind of his first like break. So we went to Wisconsin. You guys know that, I think. If you don't, 
I went to Wisconsin. Super fun, beautiful. Some pics, pics on the Insta if you want to see. So we did that. And then a couple weeks later, we went to Spokane, Washington, and he had work, and me and my mom just partied it up in old Spokane. We got to see things. And then two weeks after that, we went to Texas, which just happened. So we did that. Oh, also at the beginning of the summer, we went to California. Did we go to California? Did that happen? Am I going? Yes, we did. Oh, oh, that noggin. She working. Oof, she's working hard today. Yeah, we went to California and we're going to California again in a couple weeks just for a weekend vacation. We have friends who have houses, so we drive. It's easy, easy peasy. So we're going to do that. It's kind of our last big family vacation. My brother's coming up. I get to see him before I go to London. And then I go <laughs> and then I go to New Jersey again and then I go to London. So last week, my whole episode was about me and Martin. It was our last time together until Christmas. It was going to start this long journey of long distance. And then the day we were leaving, my mom said, OK, it's going to be just as expensive if not cheaper if you fly to New Jersey before you go to London plus you'll get kind of acclimated if you go there for a week to the time difference because if you don't know it's a nine hour time difference between Las Vegas and London and then it's a three hour difference between Las Vegas and New Jersey and then six hours between New Jersey and London you know math um so we So my mom, I think she could tell that I was getting very upset and sad from my tears and constant crying. And she wanted to douse that fire as quickly as possible. So she said, why don't you just go to New Jersey and stay with him for a week and then go to London? So that's what I'm doing. So long distance is happening. It's been happening all summer, but we've seen each other every month or two. And so that'll happen again. And then we'll see each other Christmas. Then then it'll be the really big chunk of time, probably the five, six months before I see him again. Okay. Now that that's all covered, I'm traveling a lot. <laughs> now that you know everything about my life and summer, it's been great. It's super fun, but let's get to the nitty gritty of it and talk about routine and medication and doing all of that while traveling. That is what we're going to discuss today because boy, oh boy, has it been a learning experience and journey. When I went to Wisconsin, I was on a different medical plan, med- uh, plan, <laughs> something different medically. And so it wasn't as intense. It was still me trying to do all of my stuff for my brain take all of that stuff, do all of those exercises. Martin was there. It was easy. We were able to do exercises together. Um, I kind of just did what I had been doing in school, nothing crazy. And then right before I went to Spokane, I went to a new doctor and we decided this whole new regime for me and my health. I think I talked about it. I kind of talk about it in the supplements section because it was a lot of supplements and then some changing of medication just to really try and figure it out and kind of get myself really stable before I go to London. So she ended up giving me a ton of stuff. And it was a lot. There's a picture on my Instagram, Brainfart Podcast, if you want to look, or I think it's on the Facebook too. If you don't have social media, then you're just going to have to imagine it. But it's just me with 
a bunch of like supplement bottles, like liquid supplement bottles, as well as my other actual medications that I have. And it's just me drowning in all of it. And it's all stuff that I had to bring. So I guess the first thing I wanted to talk about was actually having to plan out your bag to bring the stuff. And so for me, a lot of it was liquid. And so I had to end up checking a bag, which didn't matter in the long run because we were all going to check our bags. So it was fine. I guess if I couldn't check my bag, I would have to condense it to smaller containers, which that's eh, that's a lot of work. But if it's going to be cheaper and you can't check a bag, because I, I don't check bags a lot and it can get expensive on certain flights. And if you want to fly, especially if you're flying, if you want to fly cheaper and you can only have a carry-on, then you're just going to have to condense your medicine if it's liquids. If, if you can, that's the other thing is if you're there a long time, you might, you might not be able to because I had a ton. And if I was there for over a week, I probably would have needed all of the big bottles, which I ended up taking anyways because we were checking it back. So it was fine. I'm just putting that out there. But if you if need be, I could have condensed it into smaller like dollar store containers. But I didn't for this time. But that's a future possibility. <clears throat> you know? So I, that is one possibility. But for me, I just had to basically take the entire second half of my suitcase and dedicate it to my medicine. And that's what I did. I put them all in really big baggies. And then I put them in a different another baggie because for some reason, actually, the first time I went, I just put it in one baggie and I learned my lesson because these bottles that I have are really have a lot of leakage. And so the next time I thought, okay, let's double bag it so we don't leak it everywhere, which happened the first time, which was a bummer central. So you live and you learn. And that's what I had to do. And unfortunately with me, a lot of my medication and supplements need to be refrigerated. I almost said refrigerized. (laughs) Education. So a lot of them have to be refrigerated. So basically what I did is I kept them in the fridge until the last possible second. And I also had to... I had to take them in the morning anyway, so it wasn't like I could pre-pack them if I wanted to because I had to take them in the morning. And we were leaving pretty early, so it was a sacrifice I had to make to get up, how much was it? A half hour and then, no, it was just a half hour because I have to take, That's. Uh, I want to get into that, but I want that to be my next, whatever. That'll be the next. So I just waited till the last minute. I'm just thinking through my thoughts in the middle of the podcast. How professional, Maddie. So I kept them in the fridge until the last second. And then I took one of those ice ice packs. Like one of those ice packs that, I don't know, we've always had them in the fridge since I was a child. I don't know if everyone has had them. But they're just ice packs that you use when you have a sore muscle or if you need to pack things in icy containers, it's just like a long rectangular, weird, probably poisonous radioactive gel that freezes. And that's what I used (laughs) to store all my medicine. 
So I just had kind of the upper chunk of my suitcase dedicated to that. I think I had a pair of shoes up there too. Luckily, I'm a pretty light packer, so I had room for everything. And I also, I think it's Marie Kondo who does a certain packing tips that I really started liking. I just started using it. And it's where you kind of roll your clothes in a certain way. And then you like almost file them or lay them up. I'm doing a lot of hand motions and I realize this is an audio medium. So I'm going to have to do a better job of describing it. <laughs> so it's basically these rolled up the rolled up clothes that you stack next to each other so you can look down and see everything that you have instead of folding them and stacking them on top of each other to you know I think that's the normal stack like stacking piling packing method but I started using the other one and I think it I think it makes more room and I liked it because I could see all the clothes I was bringing and it was really handy dandy so maybe try that And I also have a pretty substantial backpack that I can fit a pair of shoes in and my laptop and my microphone. And I also fit like this greens powder and um, uh, another powder that I have to take in a smoothie. So I fit those in it. So just maybe invest in some really spacious luggage is what I'm saying. Whip out all your cash and spend it all on that. Kidding. Don't do that. But I think there's ways, you can find ways to fit and pack. And honestly, maybe you won't be able to bring your 20 pairs of shoes if you have to bring medicine. But, you know, that's the curse of this life. So back to what I was talking about. Ooh, big stretch. Oh, that feels good. Um, So I just had this section for my medicine. And then I put the ice pack down. And then I put in the medicine and then I zipped it up and then we zipped it and then we took it to the airport and we put it on the plane and we got, got to the place and took it out. And so then immediately when I got to the air, uh, the airport, immediately when I got to the hotel in the other, in the other location, we immediately ordered up a fridge to the room. And (laughs) I mean, it was pretty easy. I guess it depends on the hotel you're in. Luckily the, the, the gov put us up in a pretty like not fancy or bougie, but it was decent to where they had a fridge that they could bring up to us. So we, we ended up ordering that to bring, they brought it up and I was able to put my medicine in there. I guess if worse comes source, this is what we had to do for one of them before the fridge could get there because they couldn't get there in time and we wanted to go, but I didn't want to leave my medicine outside of the coolness for too long because it had survived the airport and everything. And it was still relatively cold, but we wanted to go and explore. So we just got an ice bucket and we filled the sink with ice and put all of my medicine in there. And then when we returned, obviously the ice was melted, but they were still relatively cool. And then we transferred them to the fridge. So I guess if you don't have the opportunity to have a fridge, you're just going to have to do the ice. And you need if you need it, you got to improvise and you got to prioritize. And sometimes you just need to fill up an entire sink with ice to keep your medicine cool. <laughs> so that's what I did. I Obviously not everyone has medications or supplements that they have to keep refrigerated, but unfortunately for me, that was my Achilles heel this in this lifetime. So I had to, and that's what, that's what we had to do. So we figured it out. So it was able to go in the fridge. And so that's kind of my talk of transporting and make sure making sure it gets there. I know usually I like to keep my medication and I did with my other medication that wasn't liquid. I like to keep my medication on me 
on my carry-on bag because I'm afraid of losing my checked bag or it's not going to come in time and I need my medicine. And so that worries me. But unfortunately, I had to take the risk. And luckily, it worked out in the end. But for the most part, I keep I keep my medicine with me or anything that is really necessary with me. That way, I don't risk losing it and I can take it and I have it on hand if I need it, especially in... Um, on airplanes. There were a couple times where I was having a lot of uh, headaches and issues and pressure issues because that happens on planes. I think I talk about that in my other travel podcast. So I will keep CBD on, a CBD oil on hand, which is fine if it's under the liquid amount that you can carry and you keep it in a bag in your um, carry-on that no one has ever said anything about it. So I will have that available if I need it. Or I think I also have my big allergy medicine that I keep with me or and any other like pill that I need, I keep with me on hand. So that's what I usually do to keep it organized. And then I guess and that worked pretty well for all of the places I was going because we had access to a cool area where I could store my stuff and that worked well. So that's that and that was cool and I had to make the room and I did and those are the bullet points of what I just talked about. So now I'm going to talk about keeping the routine. <clears throat> and honestly, that's probably the hardest part about it because you're in a new environment, you're eating differently than when you do at home, you're eating at different times. And unfortunately with me, some of my medicine and supplements are time, not restrictive, but there's a certain pattern. I have to take one supplement in the morning without any, without any other food or drink other than water. And then I have to wait 30 minutes before I can take or drink anything else. And then I have to take my morning medicines and supplements. And then I usually also do a morning shake that with this greens powder just because I like it. And it's I feel like it helps me get some nutrition that I don't always get, especially since my body struggles with absorbing nutrition. So I do that and I have another powder that I use. So I make a smoothie that I usually put my other liquid medications in because they're nasty and you have to improvise to make things go down the hitch. So that's what I usually do. And then my nighttime medicine. And then I have to take things with meals, which makes it difficult if you're going out because then you have to take the medicine with you or you take it before you go out, but you have to remember. So much fun. And then I, at night, take... um, I have to take another set of supplements and medication, but it has to be two hours after I've eaten. So it has to be on a completely empty stomach, which is hard if you're eating late because then you have to stay up late. And I learned that lesson my first vacation. <clears throat> and then also I have a certain time that I used to take birth control. <sighs> another fun thing. I know I was talking about how I was starting continuous birth control to stop my period. Well, things are changing. Things are happening. And Maddie's ever evolving and now I'm not taking birth control at all. So here we are. Obviously, this is all discussed with my doctor and it's all planned out with my doctor. It's just, that's why I can't sit here and recommend and say, well, of course, this is exactly what you have to do because I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet. We're still figuring things out and trying things and treading new water. 
And so it's all a big experiment. (laughs) And I'm just trying to bring you guys along the way and tell you that that's going to happen and that's okay. And just keep going until you find what works for you. And hopefully we'll all get there. So that's, uh, that's just a funny little insert. Oh, wow. I just looked at the time and I'm Whew, I'm droning on this episode. <laughs> let's let's get going. Let's kick it into the highest gear. So we so that's kind of my scheduling with medication. And it can be really difficult. I'm not gonna lie. Cause sometimes I'll wake up and I'll work out and I'll forget to take the once the iron supplement or whatever it is, and then I have to wait 30 minutes before I can do anything else. And then came the point of we literally brought a magic bullet to Texas <laughs> so we could do our smoothies. Because my mom will do the smoothies with me. Obviously not with all the medication, but with the greens powder and other powders and stuff. So she will do that with me. <laughs> and so we brought this freaking blender to Texas. And then we went to the store and we picked up some bananas and some cranberry juice and some oat milk and whatever else I like putting in the smoothie to kind of balance out the flavors And we would make smoothies every morning. And that really worked for us. It was surprisingly awesome because we didn't have to eat out all the time. I was able to do all of my medication and it just really worked. Because when we were in Spokane, I had, I would have to eat something with the morning medicines and supplements and some, like, I couldn't bring that to uh, the restaurants I was going to. So what I would usually do is I usually work out in the morning. And so at their gym in Spokane, they happened to have apples. And so I would just steal, not steal, they were free. I took an apple and I would eat that and then do my other medication. And then we would go actually get a meal. And so it's all about, it's all about that finesse, my friends. It's all about getting it and figuring it out and trying your hardest to make it work. But luckily in Texas, we found a really good routine. And it's something that I think I'm going to stick with when I go to London, I'm going to bring that magic bullet to London, and I'm going to have all of my things and supplements and everything I have to do and get a little fridge off Amazon, probably, and put everything in there. And then every morning, I'll just do that. And it's really filling. It's yummy. Um, I put a lot of other stuff in it. So it's not just like fruit and milk and powders. It's also like sometimes nut butters or something, you know, I figured it out. And so that was kind of our morning routine. And so once I was doing that with people, it made taking my morning medicines really easy because it wasn't a big deal anymore. It wasn't, oh, I have to stop everything and do this guys. Oh, da da da. It was people doing it with me. And honestly, having other people or community doing something with you is really helpful and really inspiring and really keeps you going on that routine. So that was helpful for me. So now even today, me and my mom do our smoothies in the morning together. And so that's something we're able to do. And that's something I think I'll be able to continue in London. So that was the start of that routine that I think is really helpful. But I'm also going to say the most difficult one was the nighttime one. Because I would finish, I would have to finish eating early-ish and then wait. And when we went to Spokane, that was honestly difficult because I wasn't used to it yet. 
and I wasn't used in any sort of routine. And so we would go out to dinner really late with people and then we'd get back and I'd finish eating at nine and then I would realize, oh, I have to stay up until 11 so I can take this medication and I can't eat anything more. I can't snack. I just have to wait. And then I would get really tired and I'd fall asleep and I would miss it. And it was, it would eat me up inside. I would get so upset the first night I missed taking my stuff. I felt so bad not only like physically, but mentally, I felt really upset that I had missed it. I was beating myself up. And that's one of the points I wanted to make is you can't, you can't beat yourself up if you mess up your routine once. It's not the end of the world. And my mom really helped me with that too. She said, okay, you missed it tonight or last night. We'll get back on track. Just do it again today. It's, it's not the biggest deal. I mean, obviously if you have to take a medicine and it is life or death in that moment, please don't miss taking that medication. But for me, that wasn't necessarily the case. Obviously, it was bummer central because it threw off kind of a little bit of my progression. But for the most part, it was fine. It was okay that I missed a night. And it was also a really good learning experience because then from then on, I would ask my parents, I said, hey, can we go to dinner a little bit earlier so I can finish eating a little bit earlier? And they were great about it. And so hopefully if you're traveling with people, you can talk to them and say, hey, is this okay? Obviously, if there's a set dinner, which happened a couple nights, there were like already set times for dinner. So we had to go. It was something where I would just eat, take my time. And if it was 8.30, it was 8.30. And Worst comes to worst, I would set an alarm clock for 11 p.m. just in case I fell asleep, but I was able to stay awake for the most part because I got used to it. And that's kind of how I navigated that. But when I'm at home, it's a lot easier because I can make the food for myself. We can eat earlier. I can finish eating by seven and then I, at nine o'clock, I can come do my medicine, all that stuff. So it's just figuring that out and just accepting that some days it might be a little bit later because you already have set plans and just making the sacrifice of setting an alarm. And if you fall asleep, then you have to wake back up. Um, And that happened the last night we were in Texas. Me and Martin wanted to order room service pizza at, I don't know, 1130 p.m. And we did because it was our last night together and we wanted pizza. And we were having a fun time and we ordered it and I ate the pizza and then your girl stayed up until 1.30 a.m. and did her medicine. And those are just, that was the sacrifice. Pizza won over sleep that time. And, you know, sometimes you just have to do it. And that's what I did. So figuring out that routine is a little difficult. It was a little difficult for me. And I'm still feeling like I'm figuring it out. I think it'll be better when I go to London because that's going to be a living living situation. So I can decide when to eat or what to do. But it'll probably take some figuring out as well because I don't know how late rehearsals are going to go or class and if I'm going to need to eat afterwards. And if I do, then I'm going to have to stay up. So it's going to be a learning experience. And I'll definitely tell you guys about it and take you on that journey with me. This is just my experience having traveled for a week's amount of time to different places. So that is basically how I kept my routine. Also, it was really helpful in Texas because (laughs) I'm a lazy Susan and I (laughs) would... It would get to nighttime and I would just, I think we talked about, me and Martin talked about this in the last episode where I would just not want to do anything. 
And I'd say, oh, I have to take my medicine. Oh, I don't want to. I'm so tired. And then Martin would eventually say, okay, I'll, I'll make it for you. Just tell me what to do. Tell me how to do it for you. And I would, and then he would do it for me. And honestly, that was kind of nice too, because it was almost like a little bit of a break for me where it wasn't solely on me. It was someone else helping me along. And not to say that you have to depend on other people to do your stuff. I don't think that's the case at all. But occasionally a little help from friends gets you by. Um, And so that was nice. But I'm back to doing it myself now, which is all right, too. (laughs) Because it's really not that big of a deal. And that, I think, is the last point I'm going to make. Is as much as it feels like it weighs on me to do all of this stuff, it never takes as much time as I think it's going to take. Does that make sense? I always build it up to be something that in reality, it's not. And it's okay to take 10 minutes to take my medicine in the morning and say, hey, I'll be down to breakfast in 10 minutes. I just got to take my medicine or buying some snacks so I can eat some snacks, take my medicine and then actually go get a proper meal so I don't have to take it everywhere with me or taking the medicine that I'm supposed to take with food right before we leave and then going to eat the food. And it's just figuring out your body and the way that your routine works for you. And obviously, I was talking a lot about medications this episode with routine, but I think it applies for everyone in their routine, whatever it may be. If you work out in the morning and you're going on vacation, I did this too, where you most, most hotels have a gym. If not, there are plenty of free exercise programs on YouTube and like self body weight, all of that stuff that you can do in a hotel room or on the hotel's front lawn or wherever you are, you can usually keep and stick to your routine. But also if you, if you don't work out one day, it was my, it was my birthday last week and I didn't work out and I kind of felt bad. And then I didn't because I said, you know, it's my birthday. I'm going out for breakfast and that's, those are the facts. <laughs> it's going to be a rest day. So I think it's just, accommodating towards yourself and also like travel can be a big stress on your body and you're sitting a lot so just make sure you're stretching and you're moving as much as you can but then also know that it's stressful so if you don't want to get up and work out immediately the next morning then it's not going to kill you um unless it will and then I'm sorry that seems very intense but do what you must (laughs) um so I think it's just figuring out how your routine works on vacation and not being afraid to keep up the routine, even though people say it's vacation, you're on vacation, you don't need to. It's okay if you want to say, hey, you know, I'm going to take 30 minutes to an hour to do my workout. It makes me feel great. It makes my day feel better. And that's what I want to do. Don't be afraid to do that. That's no problem. Or if you say, you know, I'm going to be walking around a lot. I'm going to be doing a lot of sightseeing. I don't necessarily need to do a full workout today. That's okay. Both are okay. And it's just finding what works best for you. I don't know what else other people do for routines other than medicine. I mean, I keep up my face routine (laughs) when I go on vacation. I bring all of my stuff with me. I put it in little plastic baggies and I've accumulated quite the collection for face stuff just because it's something I enjoy. I don't know why. It happened a year ago and I started doing it and I really like it. So I take that with me and I usually do my face routine, my morning and night routine everywhere I go on vacation. And like I said, there are some nights I miss. There's some nights I miss. And you know, sometimes I drink a little of that good, good alky because I am of the legal age 
and sometimes want to have a nice gin and tonic on my b-day and sometimes I drink two or three or four and then I'm a little drunk and can't do my face routine and you know that's okay that's life I probably wouldn't recommend that every night but occasionally do what you do what you do so that's kind of my topic about how I keep on track while I'm on vacation. I think my biggest thing is just not getting down when the routine messes up and not focusing so much on being perfect within that routine because things are going to happen. You're going to have to adapt. And that's definitely something I learned that I needed to do and that I had to do because that was that was in the cards <laughs> so I think learning I think it's just another way to learn about yourself and learn about how you can make things work and you'd be surprised at how you can make things work and how you can adapt and how our bodies will adapt and how our minds will adapt and how you can just go for it <laughs> and just Put all caution to the wind. I don't know where that went. That was a weird motivational thing at the end. Um, that's, that's it. I think that's all I have to say for this episode. I hope it was helpful or informative. Probably a little bit skewered towards the medical side. But I think you can take that and apply it to anything in your life. As you can with most things. And uh, yeah. I'm happy to be home for a little bit. We have a little bit of a break. And then I go to California. And then I have... A little bit more time before I go to New Jersey. So it's it's crazy times and it's a lot of adjusting, but it's exciting times too. And things are stressful because getting a visa and finding housing and all of that stuff is a lot of work, but I'm getting it done and I'm feeling confident and I'm excited about things. So yesterday I had a really productive day. I bought my flights. I did all my visa stuff. I have a visa interview tomorrow. So I had to do all that. I had to print all my stuff. I was working for like five hours on things and I was so productive. And then I woke up today and I laid in bed and then I got out of bed and laid on the couch. And then I went for a swim for 30 minutes and then came upstairs and took a nap. And now I'm recording brain farts. So differences in days, but do what you can, do what your body will allow. And if you have to push, push for this little bit, but there will be reprieve soon. So that is, that is all I have to say. I will talk to you guys next week. I don't know what the topic's going to be, to be quite honest. So we'll see what comes up in this this beautiful little brain of mine, and we'll get talking again. So I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are, and I will talk to you next week. Goodbye. (laughs)